Hello, magical human. Welcome to Madison Mindset, the podcast, where we explore the galaxy within. If you've been feeling stuck, stressed, anxious, overwhelmed, and been desiring more in life, you've come to the right place. My name is Madison. I am a life, mindset, and spirituality coach, a yoga and meditation teacher, and a published author. This podcast covers all things personal development, mindset, spirituality, self-love, creating your dream life, moving your body, meditation, and so much more. I am so grateful for your presence here. You are so needed in this world. Now let's dive in to the galaxy within. Hello again, magical human, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm really, really excited for today's episode. This is going to be a topic that I have been talking about for months now. I've been doing it a lot in my physical yoga classes, and we even had a workshop about a month or so ago over the chakra system. Um, which is really, really fascinating. So I'm excited to bring you a little bit of a taster of what chakras actually are and how we can use them for self-healing and to really monitor our own bodies and our soul and our mind. It's all really, really special. This episode was definitely inspired by one of my beautiful friends in Orange, where we live. Um, So big shout out to her. So much love. And because of her, I will be doing our chakra balancing meditation on Monday for the 10 minutes of magic episode. So we'll see how this episode goes and I'm hoping to do a seven week series for the chakras. So you really have a place to come to and find out a little bit of information about your energy centers and how to support yourself. You know, this is an ancient healing system. If you've never heard the term chakra before and you're thinking, what are you on about? So the chakras, they are a 4,000 year old concept, probably even older. We don't really know. There's text going back for 4,000 years and they have been used to heal the body since then, you know, and since modern medicine came in, which is such a blessing, you know, we are so lucky to have modern medicine. But back in the day, chakras were actually the way we healed. They were the way we tuned into the body and found out what was going on with the body because obviously x-rays and all these, you know, fancy things were not a thing back then. So I think the issue with modern medicine, and not that there is an issue with it, I think we're very, very blessed. But what we've forgotten about with modern medicine is that your body is a very intelligent creation. You know, it knows what to do. It knows what's going on with it and it knows what it needs. You know, just as if you fall over and scrape your knee, who heals that? You know, you don't heal that. Your body, it's an intelligent system. It repairs, it's healing, it's rejuvenating at every minute, every second of every day. It is working to keep you alive, to heal you and all of these things. So I think a lot of us are really leaning on the medical system, you know, listening to external people or, you know, just jumping straight to that going, oh, I need a pill or, oh, I need this. 
And, you know, sometimes we do. Sometimes we do need help and sometimes the body needs assistance. But as well as that, we should also be looking at how can I care for myself? You know, how can I, alongside modern medicine, take care of myself and listen in and really let my body, the intelligent system that it is that has, you know, our bodies have been, you know, functioning the way they have for years and years and years and years. We have a very intelligent system here and we've just forgotten a little bit. We've disconnected with our own self-healing abilities. Okay, so this is not, it's a little disclaimer, I am not discrediting modern medicine. I am so, so grateful for modern medicine. But I am just kind of highlighting to you that it's not everything. You know, it is and it's so important and we're so lucky. And yes, sometimes we need it and it saves lives and it really helps us. I'm aware of that and I'm so grateful. But your body is also very, very capable. And as we speak about, you know, every week with your mind, whatever you tell yourself, you believe. So if you think you're incapable of healing yourself or you're just super out of touch with your body and what it needs, then that's going to become difficult for you. You're going to have health issues. You're going to have issues that come up and it's going to be really tough for you. So even if you are right now, you know, going through a treatment for a certain thing or, you know, whenever you get sick, instead of, you know, just falling onto, oh, I need someone to help me you know, look within a little bit. And the chakra system is a really great to, it's a really great way to start doing that and to learn how our intelligence system works. So chakra, basically what a chakra is, is a spinning wheel of energy. And we have seven main energy centers or seven main chakras throughout the body. We have many, many more, especially in our hands and our feet. But these main seven centers are what we're going to talk about today. They're definitely the most known ones as well. So you have seven ranging from the bottom of your spine, your tailbone, all the way up to the crown of your head. So they have been used for self-healing for a long time, as I said, and they're also used in many healing modalities. So for myself as a Reiki healer, I use the chakra system quite a lot to find out what's going on with someone and find out where they're lacking in energy or where they're, you know, kind of, you know, there's too much activity going on or, you know, just to balance these centers back. And again, in yoga, you know, I've had classes where we've done, okay, let's focus on root chakra. Let's focus on sacral chakra. And we focused on one at a time and, it's been really powerful for people and you can feel the changes in your body. So yoga, meditation, visualization, Reiki is one of the healing modalities. There is a many, many, many more, um, but it's definitely the one that I love and am leaning towards at the moment. So basically with your chakras, we are looking to, to the bottom up. Okay. So we're looking for the bottom chakra, which is your root chakra. It is a beautiful red color. And that is your base chakra. It is the chakra holding the other chakras. Okay, so you're looking all the way up the energy system. And if your bottom chakras are out of balance or they're overactive or they're underactive, that throws off the top chakras. Okay, so if your root chakra is off or it's not functioning well, 
then guaranteed the next six are not going to be functioning well either. And as it goes up, you might be okay until your third chakra. And then from there, things start to fall apart. And you can see this in daily life. You can see, you know, people who act a certain way or are stressed out in a certain way or the language they use, the actions they take. You can tell who's connected to these centers and or whereabouts they need help. It's pretty, it's pretty unreal once you start learning about it. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this makes so much sense to me now. Okay, so we're going to go through each chakra today really briefly, just to give you a bit of an idea of what each chakra is about, and then see how we go. We may start a seven-week series to help you, and whether it's in your yoga practice or, you know, your meditation practice or your just generally your self-healing practice, or even just for your own knowledge, or if you're interested in, you know, old-time healing methods and you know, Eastern philosophy, which is pretty incredible. The workshop we did here a couple of weeks ago, I kind of co-taught that with my incredible mother who is a movement neurologist. So she comes from a very modern point of view. And when you combine the modern science with the Eastern philosophy, it's very much so starting to line up. It's amazing. So if you have seen that workshop, you will know what I'm talking about. I will have that workshop available for you to purchase. Um, If you'd like to re-watch the workshop, it's about two hours, a little over two hours. So it's pretty incredible, but I will give you a little bit of a taster on the podcast as well. So let's go through each one. Okay, so root chakra, your base chakra, tailbone. It is a beautiful red color. It changes color depending on how healthy it is. So it should be a beautiful, vibrant red, but if it is overactive or underactive, it can go a bit of a muddy brownie red color. So it kind of gets discolored. And the root chakra, if you're familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, a lot of us learn that in school, your root chakra would represent the bottom of the pyramid. Okay. It is your body's first priority. This is your physical health, your physical safety, your security. So do I have food to eat? Do I have clothes to wear? Do I have a house? Am I financially supported? Am I not concerned about money? Am I grounded? You know, root chakra, a lot of people are often root chakra. You know, we all have days where we're stressed about money or worried about our job security or worried about our physical safety. So if you've ever walked through a park at night or, you know, you know, you get your little intuition light on when you see something a little bit dodgy and you're like, oh my gosh, I really don't feel safe. And your heart starts to beat faster and you get that fight or flight mode on. You're not thinking about anything else. So if you can go back to, you know, the last time you felt that way, you know, it happens quite a lot. You know, sometimes we have near misses in cars and we go, oh my God, you know, what just happened? You know, there's these moments where we're like, oh, I'm not safe. And you know, if you look back at them, you were not thinking about anything else. You were not thinking about that job you had to go to or that friend you had to meet or, you know, you weren't thinking about anything that you have to do or anything you're worried about with life because you were worried about your physical safety and that is your body's and your brain's first priority. We're, you know, we're surviving beings, you know, your body just wants to keep you alive could care less how you feel emotionally if you're unsafe. Okay, same with your body, like your physical well-being, 
your digestive system, you know, your self-healing system, all of that is off in fight or flight because who could care less if you're digesting lunch if you might get eaten by that lion? You know, it doesn't matter. So it's a very intelligent system. Your body shuts everything down to save energy to try and keep you alive. So you may have heard this before, but this is what root chakra is all about. So, you know, the science connection to this is vagal nerve. And if you've, if you're familiar with vagal nerve, vagal nerve, oh my gosh, if you're familiar with vagal nerve, you know, it kind of lives down around the sacral area. And if you're clenching your bottom or clenching through the lower back, that sends a direct signal to your brain that you are unsafe. So many of us are spending our lives with lower back pain, clenching, we're tense, and our brains are thinking we're unsafe. That's what modern day stress is and anxiety. You know, we're all in this state of, oh my God, I've got to get this done. I've got to go, oh my God, I'm so busy. There's no time. That reaction is the exact same reaction to your brain as it is with a lion chasing you. It's the same thing. You know, not enough time and I'm going to get eaten by a lion is the same reaction for your brain. It doesn't know the difference between the two. You know, so we know and we've probably experienced ourselves that living in that fight or flight state is really tough. It's hard. And the reason it's so hard is because your body's in a constant state of trying to keep you alive. It's scared. So self-healing, rest, digest, all of those beautiful things, they've been turned off. So no wonder why we get exhausted and everything just becomes hard because you are living in a state where your brain thinks you might die at any second. Okay, so you're not digesting properly. You're not sleeping properly. You're not enjoying life. You're not breathing properly. You know, and all of that builds up over time to a lot of stress and stress-related illnesses and diseases as well. So that is your first chakra. First priority If that is pretty good, we can move up to sacral chakra, which is just below the belly button within the pelvis area. And this is your emotional body. I like to call it the emotional house. I've heard it referred to as many different ways. But this is your, you know, how you feel. So coming into emotional body, it's also a lot of, um, there's a lot of connections with sexuality and creativity as well. So how we're expressing ourselves and if we're letting ourselves feel, you know, so emotion is stored in the body. Every emotion you feel is stored in the body somewhere and, you know, no feelings. I don't believe in feelings being good or bad. I think they are here to guide us and we need to listen to them. But a lot of us push our emotions down and we feel the urge to cry, but we push it down. We push it down. We keep pushing it down. Until one day you have a breakdown and a hissy fit and it just goes nuts. You know, we can't hold these things back. When you're feeling something, we need to be okay with feeling it and letting it flow. You know, so it's a really, I really like, uh, I cannot talk today. Okay. I really like sacral chakra. It feels, you know, it's a really special, like they're all very special, but this ability to feel to be able to feel your emotions is something that most of us deny ourselves of. And we're taught as children that, you know, to be tough, you don't cry or you need to get over it or, you know, whatever it is, you're being silly, you're overthinking. 
you know, we get these messages while we're growing up and even as adults, we get these messages. So I think it takes a lot of courage for you to feel how you feel and be open and honest with people about that. And it's healing. You know, if your body is, you know, feeling sad instead of going, oh, I'm just in a bad mood today, just nothing's working for me today. And just having that shake it off attitude, it takes a lot of courage to go, okay, I'm sad. Why am I sad? What do I need to do to make it, to make myself feel better? How do I, how can I feel this and move on? It's a lot of self-respect to do that. And it's also against the norm, you know? So it's very, very special. Sacral chakra is orange. It's a beautiful orange light. And again, if it's overactive, underactive, it will change colors into more of a murkier orange. Neck chakra, one up. So this is just above your belly button, but below the rib cage. This is your solar plexus chakra. And this chakra is your ego identity. It is your personality, your freedom, the ability to take action. This is a really, really beautiful chakra. And it is the last of what I would call the physical chakras. So, you know, you're talking about physical, you know, safety with your root chakra, emotional body, and now you're moving into personality and identity. You know, so a lot of people have overactive solar plexus chakras. You know, they're, you know, really high on ego and, you know, they're trying to be the best. They're trying to better themselves, better their friends, better their family, make someone proud. They're trying to even better the environment. (laughs) You know, we're trying to beat everything. And a lot of us suppress our personalities or, you know, over-exaggerate our personalities. You know, none of this is bad, but it's just something to be aware of, you know, and if you're pushing your ego on people or if you're really self-conscious and holding back, you know, that's things to look into there. There's things going on. So this one I really like to think of as the action, the aligned action chakra. You know, if I'm safe and I'm feeling how I'm feeling and it feels good, then I need to take action. So maybe I'm safe, but I feel anxious So I've acknowledged that. So my aligned action might be go and see a therapist or go for a walk or chat to a friend. You know, this is how we balance up. See, it's so simple. We know this. We And we think it's too simple, don't we? We go, no, no, no. No, it's too easy. Too easy. Can't be that easy. It is. It is. Okay, so that's your bottom three chakras. And now we're moving into heart chakra, which is the middle of the seven chakras and it is kind of plays both games it is kind of a physical chakra but also kind of more of a spiritual you know um your spiritual body chakra so center of your chest is where this chakra lives and it's a beautiful green beautiful green light and of course as you may have guessed this is love you're not just love for other people but love for yourself and love for your life and what you do and for your body and just love for everything. You know, love is the highest frequency. It is everything. And the more love we spread, the happier we become, the easier things become. It's a beautiful, beautiful experience. And a lot of us deny ourselves of love or we're so desperate for love, we're clinging on to any site that may be love you know, we're scared of losing it. We're scared of having it. 
it's it can be a really complex topic but self-love for me was the defining moment in my life when I learned to love myself suddenly loving others and loving life gratitude all of those things just became a lot easier it's very hard to love others when you don't love yourself okay we live in a place of judgment and jealousy and criticism and it's hard and these are quite unnecessary emotions you know they're a good signal actually into where my self-love is at the moment you know if I'm jealous and criticizing everyone and criticizing myself and judging the whole world my self-love probably not going great at that time because when you love yourself you see the beauty in everything so it really is powerful I know I speak about self-love all the time people are probably like oh my god stop talking about self-love but it is seriously if I had to pinpoint of all the three to four years I've done a personal development if I was to just give you one thing that really was a game changer for me it would be self-love it seriously seriously would When I developed self-love, life became easier, decisions were easier, you know, setting boundaries was easier, loving other people, even people who maybe aren't like me and maybe you would, I would have previously judged. It's just constant love and it's an amazing freeing feeling. So that's heart chakra. Moving up now into your throat. So the center of your throat is throat chakra. This is a beautiful blue light it's a stunning blue and as you may have guessed of course communication how we communicate with the world this chakra can get complex because we have we are so limited in our communication there's all these rules there's things you can say there's things you cannot say there's you know certain words you shouldn't use there's words you can use that's it's just there's a lot to remember and you know even children we tell them you know you can't say that in public or you've got to say that in your head, you know, there's, it's hard from a very young age, we are taught what we can and cannot say, what is the right word, what is the wrong word, we get in trouble for swearing, or, you know, whatever it is, and there's social situations where certain things are appropriate. So there's just a lot of rules. And I'm not saying these rules are bad rules, like, absolutely, you know, in our hearts, we know, and if you're connected to your emotional body, you wouldn't say something bad about someone to their face anyway. You wouldn't even think it because it's not even on your radar to do such a thing. But the rules around communication have kind of mixed up with our own self-expression. So our honesty. People struggle to tell their truth. They struggle. We struggle to say no when we mean no. We struggle to let people down. We struggle to tell the truth in case we hurt someone. You know, I don't want to go to dinner with you. Oh my gosh, can't say it. I've got to go to dinner. I've got to be polite. You know, all of these rules. So I like to see it as a little, you know, my inner child or, you know, ego or whatever you want to call it, my inner person saying, I really don't want to go out with that person. It doesn't feel aligned to me. I don't want to. So that's what I'm hearing in my head and feeling in my heart. But what comes out of my mouth is I'd love to go to dinner with you. And it's, literally it feels like you I portrayed myself like I have all the information I need but I just kind of went no you know because socially I'm expected to not let this person down you know but you know without truth there is no freedom you can't have freedom without truth 
We all know what it's like to have told a lie and have to uphold that lie. And whether it was a small lie or a really big lie, we've all told one or two or several in our lives and we know how hard that is. You know, even as children, you know, I remember once when I was a child, I stole money out of mum's purse and I can't remember how much it was. I was very young at the time. I'm not sure, but I remember she was really upset when she found the money missing and no one, you know, she sat me, my sister and my brother down and none of us would confess. Um, and because, well, I was scared. I didn't want to let her down. I didn't want her to think that I had done that, you know. So it was, I don't know why I did it. I don't know what I was planning on buying. I was very young, so I don't know what was going on there. But yeah, and when I eventually confessed, I learned a little bit of a lesson of honesty and trust and how it's earned and it takes time to earn people's trust back. And also like that was my first hit of karma, I think, that I remember, you know, um, stealing for your own gain, but someone else's loss, it does not sit well. You know, it doesn't sit well at all. Whether it's $2 or a million dollars, it's not a good feeling. So we all have some kind of experience like this. And so, yeah, that's what Throat Chakra is all about. It's about speaking your truth. This is what I really want. This is how I really feel. This is what I want to do and this is what I'm going to do. Here's my boundaries. I don't work Sundays. Please don't text me on Sundays. You know, I don't feel good today. Please don't ask for of any for me for anything. You know, just don't you know, we don't do these things because we're worried about hurting someone or what other people will think of us. And it's really sad that we feel that way and it's something we can get back slowly and it's something I've been working on and many people in my life have been working on with me. And it's it's really interesting. It's goes it goes very very deep throat chakra. So let's go up again. Your sixth chakra, your third eye chakra is just between the eyebrows. And this is when we get into more the spiritual area. So this is your intuition, your inner knowing, your inner wisdom. We all have an intuition. Some of us are much more connected to it than others, but we all have an inner knowing. And again, this is something that we have been trained not to trust you know, many of us don't trust our inner knowing and we don't listen to it. Um, and we all have experiences with that as well. Even as children, you know, we get told that we have to be friends with everyone or, you know, um, you don't like someone for no reason. And people are like, would you stop being mean? And it's like, oh, I don't know. You know, we all have an intuition, but we're very disconnected because we feel like we need evidence. You know, <laughs> We need evidence as to why that decision isn't right. We need you know, statistics and we need all these things before you can feel the way you do or take the path that you want to take. You know, we need good reason. A lot of us are always trying to, you know, prove that something that we want or something that we feel is right and we're looking for all the evidence. But you know what? Sometimes, you know, especially when I dropped out of uni, people are like, what are you going to do though? You know, what are you thinking? You know, what are you going to do? And I didn't have any answers to any of those questions. All I knew was it wasn't right. And I didn't know why. I couldn't tell you what my plans were after that. I mean, I wanted to go to uni for five years. I finally got there and dropped out. You know, so it was this really tough thing. But if I didn't listen to that, I'd be 
probably a year and a half out from finishing and be going towards a degree that I really didn't want. You know, and I definitely wouldn't be recording this podcast right now if I didn't listen to that intuition. You know, any decision I've ever made based on intuition, not actual evidence, I've never, ever regretted. Never. Listening to yourself is something you will never regret. Listening to a feeling, listening to a, you know, a decision that needs to be made or a change that needs to be made, you will not regret that. If it, as long as it's, you know, you've got to be careful you're not listening to ego. You know, like I love to listen to ego, but you just have to be mindful. Ego likes to disguise itself as intuition sometimes, especially if your solar plexus chakra, the ego identity and personality is overactive and in defense. Um, yeah, so we have to watch that. But any genuine decision made from intuition is something you will not regret. I have not regretted this once. I mean, look where I am. I would not be here. I didn't even know this was a thing when I dropped out of uni. I don't think I'd listened to one podcast. I didn't, I'd never had a coach. I didn't know what personal development was. And now here we are. And my life's completely changed. And it's all because of that one decision feeling and going, oh, this does not feel right. Haven't regretted it once. Not going to lie. Let's go to the last chakra, your crown chakra. This is an interesting one. Like every single one is interesting. I'm just saying like, oh my God, this is my favorite. Crown chakra is your connection to a higher power. So this means different things to different people, whether it's God, um, I like to, I refer to it as universe a lot of the time, mother nature, you know, whatever you want to call the higher power, that is your connection to that. So it's different from intuition. This is definitely guidance and, you know, whatever way you receive guidance, you know, whether it's through numbers and numerology or through signs, um, through oracle cards or tarot card readings or pendulums, you know, however you connect to that guidance from where your soul came from, you know, that's what crown chakra is all about. And it's, it's a very, very special and unique experience to maintain that connection. So as you can see, crown chakra being the connection to a higher power all the way down to root chakra, you can tell why each of these have to be stacked on each other like bricks, you know, because without the bottom one, the top one doesn't have a standing, you know, so it's, it's really beautiful to look at this and go, wow, Okay. And there's so much to go into here, like why they are the colors that they are. Oh, crown chakra is a beautiful violet or a white or a gold. And third eye is indigo. Sorry, I forgot about those. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, all my favorite colors are at the top. So yeah, anyway, so there's a lot to go into, you know, why they are the colors that they are, what frequency they vibrate at, Um, how long they've been used, how they've been used. There's, you know, what causes them to be out of balance or overactive. You know, there's so much, which is why I'd like to do a series on this, just to give you a little bit more in-depth something to listen to, especially when you notice. So you might find out, okay, my heart chakra is really not on today. So you might come to the heart chakra episode and go, okay, what can I do for myself? Why am I feeling this way? It just clears up a lot. Okay. So before we finish this episode up, how do you chakras kind of in a daily life situation? 
Okay, so just to give you a very, very brief um, idea of how I use chakras in daily life, you want to think about the colors. So obviously I told you the colors of each one were and that the colors get a murky kind of gross shade to them when they're um, overactive or, you know, underactive. So this comes back to nutrition, eating the rainbow. You know, we've all heard this. You're supposed to eat all of the rainbow colors, you know, eat your greens, eat, you know, red things, eat orange things, and all for different reasons. But chakra is actually in that as well. So when you eat something red, you know, whether it be a strawberry or a watermelon, those are very root chakra-based foods. And all the same as you go all the way up, you know, green foods, beautiful for the heart, um, yeah, and so on. So just looking at colors and even colors that you wear. So if you feel that self-love is kind of an issue for you today, can you get some green on you for heart chakra? Can you wear a green bracelet? Can you wear a green top or a green coat? You know, just to bring the color into your life. Um, Sound frequency is a big one, which I'll talk about more when we go into each one because it's the frequency of each chakra is completely different. But, you know, chanting, there's a chant for each um, chakra, which you can Google if you'd like to. Um, but it's always good to chant and even affirm. So for root chakra, you might say, I am safe, I am secure, I am grounded. And, you know, for heart chakra, you might say, I love myself, I love others, I love my life, I am so grateful. You know, for third eye, you might say, I'm connected to my intuition. I listen to my inner voice. I trust my inner wisdom, you know, so there's no right or wrong there as long as you're connecting to each chakra. And the, my, my favorite way to connect to chakras every day is to visualize and meditate, which is why the episode coming out on Monday will be my favorite chakra clearing meditation, which is quite quick and can actually be done anywhere, anytime while you're doing anything. You know, you, it doesn't look like anything in particular. It's just working through your breath and through your imagination. So definitely tune in to Monday's episode if that's something you're connected to. So, yeah, and I guess the last point I really want to say is just to notice. You know, when you feel like you're just having a bad day or something's off, instead of just putting it down to, oh, I'm in a bad mood or I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. You know, why? There's a reason. Things don't happen you know, without a reason. So tune in. Why do I keep hurting my knee? Why is my lower back always sore? Why do I wake up feeling anxious every single day? Look in, say hi to yourself more often, say hello to your body, acknowledge it. And instead of just, you know, going, oh, oh, I feel sick. Okay. I'm just going to run to the doctor. Okay. But can you listen in first? And even if you do go to the doctor, can you keep listening in? You know, just so you make the right decisions for you. And so you acknowledge that your body is an intelligent creature. Even just acknowledging that my body is freaking awesome. And what it does is powerful. And I trust it. Having that as a belief. Talk about powerful. That is insane. You know, what do you think is going to be more beneficial to you to think that your body is vulnerable and could be ill at any time and you are going to rely on you know when you're worried about getting the doctor that you need or the surgery that you need or whatever it is or thinking 
I trust my body and it's going to do exactly what it needs to do. I trust it. You know, I'm not saying you'll never need the doctor. Okay, I'm just going to say that again. I'm not saying doctors are pointless. They are incredible. And oh my goodness, have we come far with that. And I admire every single person in the medical industry. It's a huge industry that, oh, it's just amazing. I send love to everyone. If you're a doctor or a nurse or, you know, anything to do with medical um, industries right now, send my love to you. You're amazing. So that's not, this is not about ditching medical world. You know, it's not about that. It never will be about that. But it is about just giving yourself a little bit more trust, trusting your body a little bit more and taking self-healing when you need it. And self-healing isn't just when you're sick. It is when you don't feel right, when you're having a bad day, when something doesn't feel right, when when you're sad, you know, when you know something isn't going well for you right now. That's all self-healing as well. Okay, so that's the episode for today. I hope it inspired you to maybe look into chakras a little bit more. I will be starting the chakra series from next week um, just to have, yeah, a bit of a reference for you guys. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you learned something. I hope you had a moment or two in there where you went, oh my gosh, that's why I feel how I do. (laughs) It's always amazing when those moments come up. So enjoy the rest of your day. Trust yourself. Listen in a little bit more. Remember that your body does not send you signals just for fun. There's always a reason. Listen, trust. You've got this. Hey, so much love to you. See you in the next episode. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Madison Mindset, the podcast. If this podcast inspired you or you feel called to, please leave a review and share this podcast. I'd love to chat with you about this episode. So feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at Madison underscore mindset. And finally, please help me spread the love by taking a screenshot of this episode and sharing it on your Instagram stories. And make sure you tag me so I can send you all my love. Enjoy the rest of your day and remember to live as the powerful being you are. Go out there and create magic. I love you. See you next time.